The opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Jeremy Hinks and Stinky Jazz Podcast and do not necessarily reflect those of anyone else on this planet. And good day, everyone. Welcome to Sticky Jazz. I'm Jeremy Hinks, the man of a million musical opinions, all of which happen to be correct. And uh, again, here in Germany, I'm just going to take some time to let this one out. This is uh, my interview with Alexandra, a Swedish ethnic Finnish citizen who makes really gnarly ethereal pop uh, just released an album or an EP called Might Not Want to Wake Up with an accompanying film that's just amazing both the work here is fantastic so I'm going to kick this off with F2F, Forgive to Forget and let's all sit back and do the Sticky Jazz Cement and waves of cold heat under me when I run on bare feet. I can feel like pain isn't real. Sitting under that old cherry tree, dark buzzing cloud that stings like a bee on the kill. Like shit doesn't heal. I gotta forgive you to forget I've been hurt for too long now This life ain't over yet Can't keep hating myself Millions of thoughts, irrational fears Circle my head, I'm not seeing clearly again Where have I been? Hand on the mirror, I found my glass twin. Glad she can keep my darkness hid under the skin. I'm wearing thin. I gotta forgive me to forget I've been hurt for too long. This life ain't over yet Can't keep hating myself Been hanging on till now But I gotta, I gotta get out So I'll forgive you to forget I've been hurt now I'm done I'm older than I thought I would be at 25 Look at me, now the door is closed And the blood is dried And I gotta move on So I forgive you
I think a big, big lesson for you in this life is to to not only be you, but to show yourself. Okay, everybody, welcome to Sticky Jazz. This is a one-off because uh, the workload and that I happen to be in Germany. But this one came along and I had to take it. I have Alexandra. She is, you are a Finnish uh, ethereal pop star is what I would, pop musician. <laughs> ethereal pop musician is probably the best way to describe what your music is, right? Uh, welcome to the show, Alexandra. Thank you. Thank you. So you are in Helsinki, right? You're an hour ahead of me, I guess. Yes, I'm currently in Helsinki. Yes. Okay. Because, um, and are you Swedish or Finnish uh, as far as your, because I know like the, the, the Swedish speaking minority over there, what, what, where are you in that? What, what's your. Uh... So, ahead. yeah, I'm part of the Swedish speaking minority, uh, okay. but yeah, I'm Finnish, but I, I do speak Swedish also. Okay, because I I watched your interviews and I was like, that's Swedish. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So I I speak bad Danish, so I can understand uh, Swedish. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but I'll like. There's also uh, like when when most people go, wait, there's a Swedish speaking uh, group people in in Finland. I'm like, yes, there's this guy named Linus Torvalds. You know who's uh, okay. Do you know who that guy is? No, I don't. Okay, well, I, I'm a so I'm a computer guy. I work in computers, and Linus Torvalds invented uh, an operating system that most of the world runs on today. And he did it as a joke. He thought it would be funny, and now everybody's using it. So uh, that was what we. Uh, that's old Linus for you, and and he's like that. That's the big famous guy from there. So. We're covering, you have a new EP out called Might Not Want to Wake Up and an accompanying short film. Yeah. Right? So I didn't get it in that order. I got the song, Fuck You Forever, first, and I was dying. I thought it was awesome. Okay. And then I had to wait. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then the film came out last week. I was like, oh, this is yes. great. And so I watched it when it came out. So there were the, the two different versions of the video clips for that song. But uh, it was an absolutely amazing experience watching this film. Oh, and thank you. I'm so, so happy to hear that. Well, I, I had to, um, I had to kind of get into a specific mindset to enjoy the film other than just the music. Because the music, it, it is what it is, is the product. And you can, you can enjoy the sounds. But then when you have to see it placed in with the visuals that you came up with and then the stories behind it i i was just I, I was amazed i was like wow this girl's just like i said you're an ethereal musician man it was you know. <laughs> thank you so much so happy to hear that yeah so um I, I i know i i did my homework i i get in there and i dissect your music so i know where the title of the film came from i know where it came from i do yes, yes. Okay, I, I, took, I took a dive into your catalog. And so uh, that was where I, I got 
that was how I was like, oh, that's good. I caught that one. So I'm kind of proud of myself <laughs> for that. I love that. Yeah, that was a bit of a uh, like Easter egg. And, you know, the ones who know, they know. And um, yeah, because this EP is kind of a little, I would say like a cherry on top uh, on on the period of, of time in my life that also the album, my my last record, my first record is is kind of talking about and covering. So so yeah, um, this is kind of the last little bit of that 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 part of my life and and that kind of uh, story uh, of grief, but just a bit of a more like a deep dive into the theme, and yeah, and kind of more of of looking at things in hindsight and and you know um, taking all these experiences and learning something from them. So that's kind of what the EP is. So yeah, it's really fun that you found, found the the title. I love that. I, I was, I was just going through them like, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Amazing. I, I, yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I caught that with the, you know, the neon trees. Um, uh, I was, I was listening to Tyler Glenn neon trees. He, he did a solo record and then oh, so he did yeah, he did a solo record and then he did an album with his band, the neon trees. And I caught, one line in one song on a solar and another one on the new and i brought mm -hmm. it up in the interview he's like oh you got that man that's awesome yeah you know? yeah, yeah so that's I, that's really yeah i love that stuff yeah i i love digging into it but your your artistic vision aside from the music the, the vision is it's very powerful uh wait, wait, wait let me just back up i got the 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 notice that you know about the, the new ep and it says it's just your self-reflection and self-discovery and grief uh and you did just mention that can you kind of maybe give us a little bit of the story there yeah so yeah definitely i mean that's that's kind of the theme on this ep and i i was i was putting this together um back in i started uh we started we started working on this back in 2021 uh one of the songs is even older than that but um so i was kind of living with with these songs for a few years and i think beginning of 22 or like end of 21 i i started to see see a pattern kind of with the with those songs and uh the theme was something i had been uh thinking about a lot before uh because there just had been a lot of um, different kind of loss in my life. And I feel like my way to do, to handle things and to deal with stuff is, is to make music or, or make art. Um, so this was obviously something that um, I had been thinking about and had been present in my life. And, and so when I started to put together the EP, I realized that, this is kind of a journey of of grief like what that's happening on these songs and then then I just needed um like a few more to kind of complete that and uh and that's how it came together I I felt like that was such a strong kind of story that I had been dreaming of doing a short film for my music for actually a long time probably for the last five years or so and I had even written a script a while back for for a different kind of story, and I'm happy we didn't um, we didn't do that one. Um, but uh, that wasn't wasn't so maybe so so ready yet. 
but this one when this this story came along I just felt like okay this is very clear and somehow very very it's also a very universal experience um loss and and um and then I I just felt like this is the right time to do this project to do, to do this EP and the short film and yeah it was it ended up being extremely healing and like eye-opening experience was it uh so it was healing did you feel a release uh, after it was all done or did you feel yourself working through it Th those are some heavy themes in here but then then, then just the, the visuals as well i was like well this is gonna you know there was a lot to take in and unpack i had to go through the film several times yeah yeah it was it was healing but also extremely i think now when it was being released i felt like a release but also a weird feeling of like oh now i have to let this go because i've been living with it and and some some projects really become your your really good friends they become part of you uh and it's it's weird to let them go and then move on to the next one which is what's happening now and it's it's a weird feeling but at the same time just just the process of creating it and the process of creating it with incredible people who who I who really understood the story who really understood the that theme and um it was just a very loving and joyful environment uh through the whole project both on the film and the music that I felt like it was it was just yeah that all of that was it was definitely extremely healing and and when it was done it was a release because I do feel like I'm kind of I always have to deal with the big kind of changes in my life in my art and if I don't I feel like I leave them hanging. I kind of take them with me. And I guess my way of letting things go is to put them in these packages. Either it's a music EP or a film, and then you put it out and then you leave it behind. So, so and then you're, it's you're somebody else's. For, you're not one for loose ends. Okay. I get no. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying right there. Um, I had a personal experience where I had to just take something, wrap it all up in the emotion and hand it over and mm. walk away from it. And I just, this is, this is my experience. I have to get, get this out. So it's not, yeah. so it's not on me hurting anymore. And yeah, so I just exactly. put it all together, put the package out and I handed it to this friend's girlfriend who had just died and walked away from it only to find out that it became a, a, a healing tool for a lot of other people um, yeah yeah happy to hear that yeah but it well okay so in the in the in the first video clip you were for for fuck you forever you were totally stoic you were just you know very plain-faced all of that and i was like i was like she is so having a heart she is stressing she wants to laugh i could see you were just having you were enjoying it and wanted to laugh but you had to stay stay straight face the whole time yeah and in, 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 with the, the with the funky uh uh hair the thing in, yeah in the yeah that. yeah but something i thought was funny was when i turned it on um 
just because I love Finnish music and I was like, this is unlike any death metal I've ever heard from Finland. Far out. <laughs> I love that. Well, cause in Finland, man, you guys put out some great, great metal up there and yes. you're, you're kind of breaking the mold doing this. Um, but I remember watching that, uh, uh, the, the video clip where, where for the Eurovision where you were interviewing the, the Swedish clip and you were standing out there on those frozen shores. And yeah. That was so beautiful out there. And you said that was where you grew up. That looks very different from the forest in the video clips. Uh, where was that exactly that you were standing there on that frozen ice wasteland out there? It was gorgeous. Yeah, that was that was literally uh, right behind uh, the house where, where I grew up. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up on a small have... island. Yeah, so I grew up on a small island um, uh, in, in, yeah, in Helsinki, in Suomalina. And yeah, it's like um, kind of an island group and there's these beautiful cliffs, um, not very big ones, but like small cliffs. And, and in the winter, it's like obviously all covered in snow. And yeah, it's very, very pretty. It's it is. I was like, man, like I've been to Sweden. I haven't been up there to Finland, but I've I've been to Sweden and only in the summertime, you know, where it's ten o'clock at night and uh, the sun's still up and beaming. So, but I, I do yeah. plan on getting there. But uh, talk about the house that was in, that the house inspired part of the story uh, of, of your grandfather's house. That wasn't the one that you filmed in, was it? No, uh, it didn't end up being the one we filmed in, but uh, but yeah, it was like an old abandoned uh, house that my 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 um, my grandfather had. Uh, that was that was elsewhere, not where I grew up personally. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a uh, it it was uh, like abandoned already a while back, and and we went uh, to see it. Um, I think that was spring twenty two when we started to. Sorry, when we started to work on the film, and um, uh, uh, or like, yeah, actually, I had already visited it before, and I don't, yeah, I'm I'm mixing up all the years, etc. But, but I had been there, and um, that was one of the inspirations of like of, of this, you know, of of how to like build that story for for this for this theme, um. And yeah, it was, it, it's a really crazy place. There's like old, uh, like, um, what is it called? Like old, uh, these kind of old speakers uh, and like a whole wall full of them and, and everything has kind of like fallen apart. And I feel like that was kind of the. Like I said, each song was a part of the five stages of grief in, in the yeah. different phase. Yeah. Yeah, and this 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 house somehow I feel like it represented like this kind of uh this process I felt like I had been going through and in somehow because I needed to find a visual um kind of visual um representation of what that is and and in the in the film there's like it's kind of like this this character is going back um, to this place, to this kind of what was and 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 
and then is leaving that behind once and for all. Um, and and I just felt like this this house was such a perfect representation of all that. So we then were thinking about filming in the house, but we ended up not being able to do that because it was just too dangerous because it was way too... Yeah, it was yeah. just completely yeah. fallen yeah. apart already at that point. Uh, so we visited in spring 22 when we started working on the film, and then um, we, we realized that it's unfortunately not possible, but... Uh, we then found another another place that ended up working really well, um, where we could, uh, yeah, film it. Yeah, uh, um, where we could film it. Is this? Is it? Okay. Yeah. So um, then, then we ended up finding a a house that was kind of. It felt like it had the same energy as as my grandfather's old abandoned place, um, and. And there was some really beautiful nature around, and we ended up picking this location. And um, yeah, it was really, um, it was a really special spot. And um, yeah, we we were then able to actually film film there and do the different kind of stages um, and go through the kind of memories that that the character and and dreams the character goes through in the in the story but yeah the the my my grandfather's old house was definitely a big inspiration uh okay. for the film so let's just talk about the the lyrics to fuck you forever for a moment um it is a great obviously the point is it's it's a great fuck you song all right it's up there with nine million rainy days by the jesus and mary chain i don't know if you know that song uh, it's it's in the top ten. Like there, there's a band, the wedding present, one called Brassneck. Same same theme, you know. It's just you know. And uh, have you ever heard John Grant? He is is he did a song called Queen of Denmark. Um, no, so I yeah. don't know. Okay, so all these songs are your that one fits with them in the in the, as on the list of the greatest fuck you songs ever. So I, <laughs> I love that. I, yes. It's the kind of just like you're just telling somebody off and you want them to, you suck everything about you. Just get out of my life and go rot. You know, you deserve to. And so I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, let's see the, the lyrics. Uh, you were always playing innocent, but you'll never get away with it. See me from across the room where you're least expecting it. I'm going to haunt you like a grudge or a curse that I take to my grave. Uh, I'm going to make you pay for all the times that you erased my pain and just a shadow in my place. Fuck you forever and ever. It was kind of like what I got out of that was uh, like to say, fuck you, you're gone. You're out of my life. Uh, I hope you rot. But then the grudge or a curse that I take to my grave Um it's kind of the, the the flip side of this. Like I'm gonna hate you so much till I get like what what was the what was that little bit about? I, I'm I'm totally dying to hear what you could tell me there. Yeah, I think yeah we we wanted to like um to really kind of um 
um because obviously the chorus goes fuck you forever um uh and and we obviously wanted to and the whole the whole point of the chorus is also like fuck you forever uh till till the day i die like that's the that's the that's the whole point so it's like we're not gonna let that go we're gonna take i'm gonna hold this grudge. one against you yeah. yeah exactly gonna hold this one against you until um i'm i'm leaving this this place and i'm still gonna be i'll be hating yeah. you after that too <laughs> yeah exactly and that was kind of what we wanted to say with that um, all right so yeah. can i ask does this person know that this song was about them um i don't know they might i i don't know because you don't talk to that person anymore <laughs> no no i don't okay. definitely not yeah it was kind of a funny thing because um um i i remember when we wrote this one uh with with a with the producer mina and uh, another writer you and um we had already the melody and everything and and then I was like, yeah, I feel like this this really wants to be like a kind of fuck you forever song. Like it kind of has that that uh, that kind of energy. And um and so we tried to do tried to like throw some ideas and brainstorm what that could be. And then the the other writer was like, what if it, it what if we just say fuck you forever? And at first I was like, no, no, we can't do that. Like that's way too straightforward. That's way too harsh. And then it was like, why not? And I was like, well, let's um, let's try. And then we did. And actually, there were a few lyrics that that were even more harsh than than this final version. So um, yeah, I ended up going in and softening a few spots there. But, oh come um, on, but, let us have it all. But, <laughs> nah, that was that was that was yeah, it was a bit too wild. But but I'm so happy we we did that. I'm so happy we we um because it's just it's it's just kind of funny when you are really in that anger it's like that's how you feel you feel like you're never going to forgive this person Mm -hmm. and 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 it's uh it's important to find that anger in you to be able to um set your boundaries and to be able to you know stand up for yourself so i feel like that i've gotten a bunch of messages from people who have felt this is extremely empowering and they felt so touched by the song even though it's kind of a wild fun one but they felt very like emotionally like touched by it and i feel like that's such a beautiful thing that they could there yeah there are a lot of people that could really relate to that and i feel like it's important to also deal with emotions like anger that can be extremely hard to deal with and we often you know bottle up and just just uh put them somewhere deep down in our in ourselves and we don't really yeah like deal with it so so um I feel like this one after a while when it was written and I I started to get like used to it and I I started to play to some people and saw their reactions I was like oh I feel like this is an important song um to come out into the world so it took on a life of its own then. Now now it's a living yeah. thing doing what it's doing. So, exactly. Exactly. And hast du das in Berlin geschrieben oder da in Finland? Uh, das habe ich in Finland geschrieben. Um, okay. On the, on the countryside. 
Um, okay. Yeah. So this was actually, yeah, we, we were out um, in this uh, like little residency place. Um, and yeah, and we wrote it there um, okay. by the, by the beautiful um, Finnish nature. So I just assume that you speak German because you, you everybody. I, yeah, I you, do. I understand. Yeah. yeah. So the, I do I, a little bit. Oh no, I I yeah. Yeah, ich kann Deutsch. Ich habe hier gewohnt für viele Jahre. Ich habe die ja, Deutsch ist meine zweite Sprache hier so. Ah, okay, um, okay, cool. Yeah. Um so your musically your sound again, it's not like any great Finnish death metal, but um you have this Do you know who Leia is? She's out of Montreal. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So you have a mix of her and there's another woman on your roster. Her she called herself the freak. She's on the same management group as you are. And your vocals are a lot your vocals are very similar. Uh freak's like okay. really like, I wanna be loud. Like she she's you know, I'm like, you fit in there. I'm like, that would be the best. All three of you on a stage would be the best performance ever. Just this this great vibe that. and your voices all it just it, it you would all really compliment each other. I know this because I started I, I put all your music into shuffle and was listening to it. I was like, oh yeah, this this whole thing is is a great trip, man. So Oh, um, I love that. Amazing. Yeah, well, your publicity group are fantastic. They have some of the best people I've ever... I mean, they have so many great artists. So nice. I, I really love those guys over there. Um, Amazing. So your song, Sabotage. Okay. I, I I loved... Okay, we're going back a little bit, but I yeah. I, I really enjoyed that one. And how you, you 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 were breaking the fourth wall there, right? When you were uh, you're there in your beautiful dress, stoic again, very stoic. But then the, the then there's the then there's the gaffer going around on stage and fixing things while you're there. Like, um, I was that part of the idea of of the video. I, I'm not sure, but uh, let's see. Let, let me pick the lines here. Uh, actually, you reminded me a little bit of Sia in that song as well. Um, but let's see, push and pull each other, twisting who we are, all these thoughts raining down in our desires. Uh, and then there's the, the, literally the meltdown in the video. And I, then you said, I was always told to speak my mind. We take the truth and turn it into lies. Are we too scared to be happy? Throwing gasoline onto the fire. Don't say it's too late. Is it love or is it sabotage? Um, those are some really heavy lyrics, okay. Mm. And you're you're kind of young to be writing those kind of heavy lyrics. <laughs> but that was beautiful. Talk about sabotage for a minute, or or is that yeah. or is that is that one that's a little too too rough to cover? No, I mean, yeah, that one came out a while ago, and actually, I wrote that um, back in. Uh, a while ago, I think back in 2018. Um, and then it came out finally on the on my first record. And uh, and yeah, that was um that was kind of I was I was in a very like um toxic and complicated relationship and and that was maybe the first song I wrote about that experience. Uh, in one way or, or another and 
And it was kind of, I was still in a place where I was still seeing kind of what was happening and understanding what was happening, but I wasn't really, that was kind of the only way for me to deal with it was to write a song like that and to try to try to make sense of what was going on. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I still really love that song. I really love that song. And that video is, is, is really, really, um, yeah, crazy. Um, it was really fun to do. And, um, yeah, we were, we were kind of there, we had a, like, um, I, I, we, we kind of did four different videos in two days, uh, for the different songs on, on the album. And, uh, I had, uh, I had an idea for, for this, uh, for the video for Sabotage of like having, you can, that you could see the sets and you could kind of see that we are in a situation of like shooting because I wanted there to obviously be this kind of rawness of it and realness of it uh, um, and and to have that thing like the song also that there is this kind of perfect, perfect uh, kind of looking outside and everything is fine, but it's actually, actually not and then we ended up using the editor kind of found found that um that um all the content with also people coming in and doing things was was really you like worked really well and I was like let's go that's even better like that that's even more of the kind of thought that that we had in the beginning so yeah I love um I love it yeah it was totally the editor's uh idea to bring in all the all the takes with the people coming in doing all kinds of things and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really thought that was, I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're weaving all this into the story here. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, your song, something to lose. That was actually a very happy, upbeat song. I was like, Oh, this something is to really, lose? yeah. Uh, oh no, that one, maybe you're mixing it up. Something to lose is like a quite not happy at all ballad. But, but what it sounds like, like the the I was like wow this this feels very different. I, it um hmm. maybe you're I, thinking about someone like you uh the the, the feature I, I'm doing with a DJ I don't know. Uh, I ask myself, will anybody miss me if I don't come mm. back? Yeah 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 that it's that one. Mm. I can't move until I have something to lose. Mm. I am nothing till I have something to lose. Uh, turn this house into a home, body and soul. I could get up and leave no strings attached, but I'm living. This was the hardest line. This was the most, like, damn, your lyrics. Okay. Thank I you. could get up and leave no strings attached, but I'm living for me. I, I'm, I'm living for more than myself like I never have. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting that you found this, uh, like, upbeat and, like, happier. Well, the sound that's to very... it, not, not necessarily yeah. the lyrics, but but the yeah, music yeah, no, no, was. But that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. But but i'm living for myself i'm living more for myself than i ever have mm. um that's i mean you, you you're, you're I, like i got this that i am nothing until i have something to lose mm. right um what was yeah what was i mean just a piece of that i i felt like I, I I feel like some of your music contains a lot of an investment idea. Like I have to put something into this to know that it's worth it or, or to leave. I mean, there's a lot of your, I've invested into these, I, or this experience, whatever that's in a lot of your yeah. music, but 
I'm living more for myself than I ever have. Than I never yeah. have. Yeah, this is, or actually it says, I'm living for more than myself than I for ever have. Yeah, that's for right. more than, for so more than like, not just, yeah, so not just for myself, but for others too. And, and yeah, that song is about kind of the, uh, the, the, I, I felt like the last years have kind of, uh, yeah, went through a lot and, um, and, and sometimes felt like, why am I, what am I even doing with my life? Who am I and why am I here? You know, and questioning my existence. Um, and I, I realized that the thing that always brought me back and the thing that always um kind of held me um that was kind of an anchor to to this world and 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 what was the people was the people you know the people that are important to me the people that um or it can be I mean it can be anything but for me it was um it was it was my my friends and my and my and my family and, and people who who um who I need to be there for them and that's why I also have to be there for me. And even when I didn't feel like I could be there for me, I knew that I have to be there for them, which means I can't just, um, you know, throw, th throw out the, in Finnish you say, you throw the towel in the corner. Um, it's like you leave, you just, uh, you don't, you don't, um, you know, um, yeah, I, stay yeah, there. We, we have the for, same for, thing. In, for the we people. say the same thing in English. I'm throwing the towel in. You know, I'm out. Yeah, you throw out. in yeah. the towel. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I. It's something that you you can't just do that. Um, because there are people you need to show up. You need to show up for people. And and I, I there was a time in my life when I really couldn't show up for myself. And then I realized, but I have to show up for my people. Um, and, and I think that was, there's so much strength in community and there's so much, um, yeah, it's so beautiful to, to have that. And, and, um, and whenever you feel lonely, um, you just gotta look around and, and realize, oh, there are all these people who, who actually care, um, and, and need me. And maybe it's not just people. It can be your, your, your little dog or your little cat or whatever. I, actually, um, I, 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 I knew a guy. He was he was ready to kill himself, mm, and he's ready to do it. And he thought, "My dogs will not no, survive they, without me." He said, exactly. "I'm still alive because of my dogs." I'm like, "Hey, yeah. love the dogs, man." You know, exactly, yeah, you're still exactly. Because there's, um, yeah, there's always somebody who who you're never alone even though it feels like that sometimes so uh you write a, like you're just in person in your interviews talking to you you're you a fun person you're you're not depressed yeah. and drab and all that but you get to the edge of things for your creativity that's obvious um do you force yourself to stay there or make it uncomfortable uh so I, you have I to think, do something and be creative or go ahead just talk about that for a minute i feel like um i do have yeah i i always i always had that that i was kind of to the outside i've always been a very fun and and like kind of all over the place uh person uh but who had always some always had a lot of darkness in me and i think um 
it is it is uh, that kind of stuff is really hard to deal with a lot of times and i feel like my way to do that uh is is through through music and making music and making art and and i think if i wouldn't i think i would wouldn't be as happy and 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 yeah i and i have been depressed in my life definitely uh when i just wasn't able to deal with things and and um and now i'm i'm definitely in a place where where i'm finding the balance of of kind of not staying in that dark place for too long and rather just handling those things and dealing with those things one way or another either it's therapy or either it's writing a song about it or or whatever um but I, I do have that always. I think I've always had that part of me. And and that's just my way of getting it out. And that's why a lot of my stuff is pretty dark because I think it's just like me channel channeling that energy somewhere. Well, Finnish winters are pretty depressing. I know that. Oh, yes. And yeah. Very I, I, dark. I, I went to university in Quebec. And so it's that far north. Winters up there are just, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> And then sun Wild. comes out, you guys feel amazing. Um, yeah, it's like, wow. And then after so, a bit, it's dark again. Actually, okay, wait, wait. All right, all right. I got, so there's a guy that I work with. Uh, he's from Finland as well. And we were just talking once. I said, wait, I got to show you something. And I was actually, I was wearing this T-shirt. okay i absolutely love leningrad cowboys they are one of my all-time fave bands i love them i love 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 those guys and not many people in america know that. here in germany everyone knows they're big yeah but they, they, i was like hey Aino, check this out and i show him button my jacket he's like oh you know it's like he was He's like, you know them. I'm like, totally know them. Leningrad Cowboys. They're one of the best Finnish exports. We love them. You know, those Amazing. guys are those guys are the best, man. They're they're really, really fun. Um, and also, do you know Loy Tuma? Do you know who they are? Uh no, no. They're they're a Finnish folk band. They sing ethereal Finnish folk. And they, they okay. made one, they, they did a cover of the old um song called Eva's Polka. And okay. yeah, yeah. So I, I started talking to Honey Oter in the band and she's like, we're not, we don't do that anymore, but it was fun. And they, they got huge for one old folk polka that they sang. And now it's like okay, a the, the Holly Dolly song, but you know the one I'm talking about, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe. If, if you just look up Loituma and they're just okay. Like, yeah. They're, I believe it means creation, right? In, in Finnish. Yeah. 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 And so I'm listening to all this old, beautiful Finnish ethereal folk with them. I love polkas, that. Doing polkas on top Amazing. of it. It was fabulous. So Amazing. Um, uh, so is part of this journey, um, was was it uh, part of this coming to terms with being queer or... Because they they, yeah. they 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 said it's not, you don't flat out say it anywhere, but it's all through your music. And I'm seeing some of that. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me, definitely. I think this, uh, I mean, I mean, there is, there is, uh, 
I think this whole project, uh, I feel like maybe the next things will even deal with, with all of that even more and with identity and stuff like this. Um, um, but, but that's definitely something I've been kind of, you know, uh, going through the, in, in my adulthood and, and it shows in different ways in my music too. Um, and I'm kind of like, I, I feel like for me, it has always been something that, um, that I'm kind of really in this, I, I kind of grew up in this world where, because I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm actually Gen Z. Uh, and, and I always felt like it's kind of not something that you do anymore that you kind of come out specifically or anything. It's just, you are you and you're fluid, um, or, or, or you're, 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 you fit in a box or you don't or whatever. And I always felt, felt like I'm, I don't really fit in a box. And then, um, so, so like, it has always been something that, that shows in different ways in my music and in my, and my stellar identity. Um, but I feel like it, it's been a process to come to terms with with my queerness and and also uh, feel feel comfortable enough in it. And and I think for me, the hard part was always to to stay as I am and 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 be be that kind of fluid, whatever person uh, that I am, uh, because I always felt like I don't fit in a box um, and and to to kind of and I feel like that's also why I was always um I haven't really written anything that was directly about that experience itself um and because I I always felt like that's that's something that um isn't I I, I I'm now now it's it's a different situation and that's why I'm it's 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 so amazing that I feel like I feel so much more comfortable with with not fitting in a box but still I don't know seven years ago uh five years ago um I felt like I was I was asked to 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 choose something to be uh be bi or be be gay or be straight or whatever um and and I think that has been the thing I've had to come to terms with that I'm I'm just queer and I'm I'm this or that depends on the day. Boys, I'm you... definitely not straight. That's that's for sure, obviously. But <laughs> but uh, but you know, like yeah. So it was that was a lot of the pain that you were going through in those earlier songs, I guess, or part of it. Yeah, it, it, that, I, it sounds like part that was... of it. Yeah, I think something to lose is as also. Um, and and a, a lot of song yeah it's just uh it's part of all the pain that i've been going through in the beginning of my 20s and mid mid 20s so so it's definitely been been present in in many different ways uh, in my music and because it's been present in my life and i guess what i do is i i write songs from my own experience and how i'm feeling in that moment so yeah okay but I guess in Finland, aside from the the keep your identity, figure out what it is, and stick with that, right? Aside from that, um, I guess in Finland it's a lot less of an issue being queer than I mean, obviously in America it's you know we're so stigmatized yeah. about it still. 
Yes, definitely. Yeah, in Finland, it's it's quite um, it's quite. I think it's it's still on a on a general societal level. There's still been. I mean, now, like I said, it's it's so much more. Like I think um, the the word queer has come into kind of the the usual normal usage of of pretty much anyone. Um, uh, but I feel like still, I don't know, around five years ago, it was people were trying to figure out all of them. So are you gay or are you bi or are you straight? And then you're like, well, I, I'm just, I'm just me. And I don't actually feel like I want to uh, fit in any of those boxes. Obviously. Yeah. Then, then when I grew up, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm bi, but then I, but then it was just kind of too small of a box for me. Um, so I, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's good. No, I, um, See, because when I grew up, when, when I was your age, and uh, th there was a lot of queer was an insult. It was a slur. Yeah. Right? And uh, I, I got a friend. He's in a, uh, an industrial band. His name's Jim Marcus. Uh, he's in a band called Go Fight, and he sings in Pig Face and all the Chicago industrial metal, right? That's him. And it, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he did this song called Queer the World. And I, I talked to him about that. And I said, so what, like the term, he says, we use it now. We're taking it back. It's yes. empowering for us. Yeah. You know, he said, it's empowering for us. And he said, that's why we can now say I'm queer. And it's like to, to, to own that instead exactly. of just being insulted by it. No, we own that, you know, and, and that was, that was kind of an eye-opening use of the word for me you know queer the world and i was like yeah give me that one so um yeah i hope yeah i, I do hope that people feel empowered by that I yeah really i i i do i feel like that that word is like or, or how it's i mean obviously these kind of things languages different people use it in a different way for me that that um that kind of uh has been really empowering for me also because it's kind of that um I'm I'm part of this community. I'm part of this, and but I don't have to fit into the. I don't have to clarify my sexuality specifically all the time. Um, I'm just queer. I'm just me, and it's like part of my identity rather than 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 all the time trying to very be very specific about who I'm sexually attracted to or whatever. Um. So and and yeah, I feel like it's that's the it's very and I feel like it's very empowering for a lot of people this uh how I mean but it like I said it really depends on the person and that's just me how I how I identify myself uh personally was your what um, was your was your family accepting and those around yeah you? for sure for sure okay. for sure I feel like I was definitely like I said I kind of grew up in this kind of environment where there it wasn't like something that okay you you come out any specifically it's just you're you when I feel like for me it was definitely um I think the hard part was the that the world around still does think if you didn't say something else they think you're straight and that was like the weird weird thing of like well I know everybody around me already knew before I would tell them they would know that I'm definitely not um and that was pretty clear so there was no like moment of like whoa really <laughs> you know it was wow uh so there was that 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 didn't um and I'm very lucky in that sense uh where where people didn't expect 
anything um, specific from me. They just uh, would let me be who I am. And I think that's, uh, that's really important. But other environments then could be very um, hard to, to fit in or hard to be in um, because there's still this general um, expectation that if you, if you don't, didn't um, come out in some way, you're straight, which is wild because um, I personally don't think anybody is as, is as straight as a line, for sure not. But that's well, obviously, you know, we're all on our own journey, and uh, uh, yes, and the world is is what it is, and it's very hard to, um, yeah, to. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. well, I, I, I had a, a friend. She was, she said she was pansexual. I was like, so explain that to me. Like, mm -hmm. Well, it's like this: if say that uh, she's, if I was, if I was bisexual, that means I could fall in love with a man or a woman. I said, right. She mm -hmm. said, pansexual is. Say I meet somebody who's non-binary or trans, I could fall in love with them too. Yeah. And I said that's not a very exciting definition. She said, "Oh, fuck yeah. off! That's just what it is." You know. That's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like the. Yeah, I've kind of like also gone through that and being. If somebody wants me to clarify my sexuality, I would. I would definitely say pansexual, but but I feel like I'm still trying to fight against all the boxes, but. Yeah, depends. Yeah, well, I, I wear kilts all the time. Like, I'm half Scottish. I, wear kilt. I have, like, eight kilts. Never looked at it as a non-dude thing to wear kilts. I never cared what people wore. Uh, that looks uncomfortable in those heels. But other than that, I, I, I didn't... Gender didn't yeah. really match up with what people were wearing or how they did their hair or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's really well, just what, what guy, comes so from it, the... Yeah. yeah just comes what whatever comes from the inside and whatever you you and i hope uh, i hope the world will come along at some point and be accepting of of uh, all of us uh for who we are so let's let's, let's dive see. into the film a little bit there were some beautiful pieces of this film that we got to get to uh i felt in a strange way like i was in a twin peaks universe if you've ever watched twin peaks oh yes of course uh, okay I'm a big so that's where of... I that was where i was supposed to be okay good i got yes. that Yes, yes, that was a very clear reference. Yeah. I was, I was crying at this movie, in this film. There I were love about it. three times <laughs> that I just started tearing up, and I was like, "This is so amazing!" Like, I want to give you a hug. It was so powerful, <laughs> and it meant, I was like, I "This is that. so, oh, she's so amazing." Thank um, you, thank you. Uh, let's see. Sometimes I believe that you're that somebody who who can't do anything wrong. And that's how you made me feel. Uh, there was, th those were lines. Let's see. Um, again, this is the film. Everybody might not want to wake up. Uh, set for failure in that, that you can't do anything wrong. That's what I was set up for failure. in when you say you made me feel like you couldn't do anything wrong. Um, and so I'm trying to take those lyrics and then I get to this video in, in the film where you were dancing uh with that beautiful woman with her, her black you know the one i'm talking about there yeah um she's an amazing dancer but your your dancing yes. was was intimate but still flawed and still sort of it was beautiful and uncomfortable to watch at the same time with a lot of just the contact in there um it looked choreographed but then you would 
step out of that character sometimes. Uh, but it still mm. looked like you were both connecting. Yeah. And yeah. Um, whoever she is, man, tell her she's an amazing performer. Okay. She is. She is actually the wild thing was that we we had casted somebody else for the for that um, a co-star role, and uh, and she fell sick uh the night before literally the night before we we were about to shoot so in the morning when uh when we we are on our way to the to the to the first location we had to um find another performer and this on is the phone her. calling everybody <laughs> yes yes and she uh he who is in it now she came and she she um she had around 15 minutes to get to know the choreography for the first scene and to and and i explained the story i explained kind of the emotions uh that uh our characters are going through and everything but it was quite wild and she just threw herself into the story and threw herself into this this whole project and and she did such an amazing job uh, but yeah we we had never met before um uh, this 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 um Wow, the first because kind of scene that we it, shot. It looked so that like was you pretty two wild. Were it, yeah, because you looked like you were that for each other, you know. And yeah, yeah. Oh man, beautiful. Well so done. So that was Great. pretty crazy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but then, okay, but then here now, maybe this is just me, or no, I catch Easter eggs when you guys were dancing, and then you crashed to the floor, and then I could actually see that you were wearing those rainbow pants. And then you said, and then it was suddenly sunlight. So there was a sunlight, and then there you were in your rainbow pants with the line uh, "sunlight and rainbows." Right? Was that mm. was that choreographed, or was that just me just cat, like? Because I was like, "Ooh, look, she's wearing rainbow pants, and then there's sunlight." Yeah, yeah, that was the editor kind of finding finding this uh, this moment uh, with the lyrics, uh, and that was the fun part with working with music and lyrics is is that you can kind of. Um, um it there's a fine line of not being too obvious about things but also sometimes giving giving these small things and like uh editing it in it in a way where you're you're telling the story you're like saying the lyrics through the through the pictures too which is which is really fun but but it's always like where do you do that one where do you not but i love that moment i i really love that one that was i was like oh is that an easter egg that's cool i caught yeah, that yeah um, yeah love that uh, let's see. When you did uh, Bargaining, right? I felt like that was just the, the, the B-side single of Fuck You Forever. Um, but David Lynch, The Red Room. There was a Twin Peaks Red Room. I was like, oh, that is so awesome. She's she's doing, she's giving tribute to Twin Peaks there. Yes, uh, yes, yes. And the ambient noises that were in there. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I could spend hours in the in in your head digging through these yeah. ideas. Um uh and then your partner there in that one. You you were just both very beautiful in the dancing. It was a contrast, but it was very well done. Uh bargaining. Quick five to ten seconds, what was bargaining about? Talk about that really quick. So basically, um, actually, "Fuck You Forever" is is the song for anger. But how we built the with the story is that we wanted we we kind of had to have anger come in first, and then as the as the title of the different parts, and then right. comes bargaining. Uh, bargaining. Oh, the, the denial is, was where you were dancing in the right. Okay, yeah. Go in ahead. the green room, denial yeah. was the first uh, first kind of where we were dancing in the green room. Then uh, then came um, 
um, wait, um, yeah, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Right. And acceptance, so, yeah. so because of the order, we we kind of wanted to keep it to the that kind of the original order that that usually is kind of set for for the different stages of grief. Um, but obviously, this order changes a lot. But in this film, we we wanted to keep that order and. And um, so we came with anger, uh, and and rather had had a we kind of wanted to contrast and have when the title anger comes in to have something very calm, um, uh, and so we we had that moment rather as a as a really focusing on that on that um, on that poem, and then we were uh, on the po poetic part, and then we were able to kind of bring in. Uh, at the end of fuck you forever to bring in uh the the kind of depression um part uh, of the poem as which which are the voiceovers that are going through the film uh and bargaining um as a as a is is kind of the part where you're you're really trying to uh rationalize maybe or grief or trying to kind of having a having a having a dialogue with yourself and and trying to trying to figure like kind of figure out like what what it is that you're going through and then um then after that um comes depression which is probably quite um familiar to to a lot of people well the song sublime for the depression chapter of the film uh that's probably my favorite song of yours by the way thank you thank you yeah i love that one <laughs> and uh it was let's see you were there in the forest in white it, all these all these beautiful dresses the, these outfits you're wearing in there uh i've never seen those before i like did, like where did she come up with these but yeah uh, yeah that that was the costume designer also who that was who great we, we kind of planned everything with so yeah great yeah let's see uh my dad called me i had become the pain i tried to hide uh forgiven is a form of it how could i ever not blame you on me yeah actually it goes um i'm not sure where you're uh i hope i, I, hope I was just trying internet. to write what i was i was just trying oh, to write yeah. what i was yeah, so, yeah what i was listening to yeah, they weren't so printed forgiving so. yeah yeah forgiving is a form of art uh how could i ever not blame you or me um and become someone new um yeah that's kind of that's kind of the lyric and actually that that part where saying, is a like, form of um, art okay art yeah exactly um and yeah that was um that whole thing with uh, my dad called me i remember i was um i was kind of going through it and uh and i was i was still very much kind of uh i yeah sublime is kind of going through i think lyrically a lot of different kind of stages of of it but initially you know yeah like in the film is kind of that depression part of 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 really realizing and and having that realization of okay uh this is the space i'm in this is what has happened and and not trying to run away from that anymore um and um and that part uh, that that goes, the lyric goes, my dad called me, I had become the pain I tried to hide. Uh, it was actually, yes, some some 
years ago, I was kind of still in denial of, of, a, of a specific situation. I remember my, my dad did call me uh, and, and, and very seriously said that, Alexandra, I'm really worried about you. Um, and I remember I still tried to, to not listen to him. And I tried to be like, no, like, what is he saying? I'm, I'm fine. It's all fine. It's all going to be okay. Uh, but after that, that was kind of a turning point, um, of realizing and, and a realization. And then, then having to start to like accept it was kind of a moment for, for opening the the next chapter acceptance and had to had, had to accept um that what i was going through was was real and and i had to i had to take care of myself okay um well that's depression that's quite the that, that's a theme of an entire universe there and so trying yes to, trying yes, to cover that you you did that very yeah. well it was very powerful those lyrics um Musically, that one was so much. It was like crossing like London Grammar and Sigur Rós yeah. into. Oh, uh, I was like, oh my gosh! I again, I love this EP. The musical maturity. Your your early stuff was great. Wonder, I, I, but this this going through your catalog just was overpowering. The music in in that especially was so you know it's like like going like, okay so that was the house that was the old house right and then acceptance everything is like I guess I'm I I can walk out of that right yeah. you left that old rotting falling apart house exactly acceptance I'm leaving all that behind yeah um that house that I once lived in doesn't serve me anymore it doesn't protect me anymore it's not safe for me there anymore. Right. yes exactly. that was what acceptance yeah. was yeah yes um, okay i caught that one and the rainbow pants yeah. and sunlight um yeah <laughs> uh so when it ended the at the, the very end there was the credits and i wanted to have more visuals yeah in the film mm -hmm. i was like oh come on give us more to look at you know that was mm. That was I. I really wanted to see more. I I love your creativity. I wanted to thank you to, thank to, to you. pull that. So let, let, now now let's let's see. No, I know I got this right. So careful what I dream of. Uh, this is one of the first ones of the same time. So of the theme, uh, your 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 lyrics are great. Talking to your echo, but I don't want to let go. Careful what I dream of. Uh, careful what I dream might not want to wake up. Right. That was yeah. where it came from, from all. The... Exactly. And so... actually that song is the title song of my first record. So, um, careful what I dream of is right. the, yeah, is careful the title what I dream of, of the, but then yeah. in the song you said, careful, I dream might of not. might not want to wake up. So exactly. how did that exactly. one resurface? Um, yes. So basically, um, I was, I was planning on this, this EP for, for a while. And I was thinking I was, I was, like I said, I've kind of like been living with this theme for a while too, already on the first record. And, and I love that, that moment kind of on the, on that, in that song, careful what I dream of might not want to wake up. And so when I was putting together this EP, I, 
I just felt like that's that's the name of it because I wanted to um I wanted to have a have a connection to my first album on it and and I love that title it just really works and it really kind of explains also also the the kind of uh, grief uh process where you're it you so would love to stay in that denial would love to stay in that not facing the reality not facing truth you yeah you you kind of want you might not want to wake up um but you have to and that's kind of that's kind of where where that came from and i felt like it really worked perfectly for the cp and there's this really funny little connection that some people will find and i'm really happy you found it <laughs> oh well, hey i you can tell i dig in and i dissect everything yes. right you i love that i, I love that, that. Yeah. Um, so one last question, or you, have you got a tour plans? Uh, that's not the question. You, do you have a tour planned or any live shows? Um, I, I'm going to play at South by Southwest, uh, next that's right. uh, March. That's right. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. So that's happening, which is very exciting. I'm and, still going to be yeah. here. That's right. But okay. what about a yeah. tour tour? So we're probably going to do a tour tour, um, latest than uh 24th fall uh but we'll see but i'm very i'm very excited are you going uh, to the states probably some shows in the states and then um and then but definitely europe probably 24 fall and probably rather a opening act um tour so probably opening for for someone um we'll see we'll see who and, well, and when you, that is in the, in the through, states if you end up rolling through salt lake i'll be there by then amazing uh, unless the job keeps me here for longer yeah but yeah if you go through salt lake i will be i would love to photograph that show i would love to see you live amazing, amazing. Great. yeah yeah i'm so, working on a completely new live set um which i'm very excited about i'm just kind of kind of uh bring in more of my theatrical and movie cinematic vibe into the in the live show too and i'm trying to make it also more into into my kind of uh um show rather than just a just a gig so that's kind of what we're working on having a movement director and and just uh working on the on the live production so i'm very excited have, about the have, live have show have a red room theme there and uh, oh that would be a dream we'll <laughs> see what we, we 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 have space for but yeah that would be okay so cool. well so final question and i ask everybody this now is your opportunity what would you say to the young queer kid who's afraid who's hurting who's not able to come out what would you say to that kid i would for me it was definitely i think it was the thing that i was afraid of was uh was of like not fitting in and i was really feeling lonely and feeling like i'm the weirdo and and also feeling like i'm just unlovable and this is that i will never never um you know never never fit in and never uh, find love uh and i would say um well you will and i would say um there are you're not alone and there are others who feel exactly the same way and it's just about um uh you know exploring the world and and finding those people and finding the right people around you who who really lift you up and um and you will find those people and you will find that being queer is uh is one of the best things about you well thank you i i'm gonna say this i am glad i what you have been able to accomplish through this experience has blessed i mean 
I, I hope that so many people get into this music and fall in love with it like I Thank did. you. So, that you I really love I, I am glad <laughs> that you fought and stuck around and 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 made it through all this. Thank you. Okay. And did actually you... one more thing I, yeah, I want to say. Please. Yeah. At the end of also maybe to to the little queer kid uh, me, uh maybe not the little one, maybe about I would say maybe beginning of my twenties when I when I started doing this. Uh, a quote that my friend uh, said on a voice message that I actually put uh, at the end of F2F, the last song on the EP, and it's also at the end of the film. So if you watch uh, after the credits, there is a quote um, that my friend um, friend said, which goes, uh, I think a big, big lesson for you in this life is to not only be you, but to show yourself. And that's, that's what something I wrote I'm trying right to hear. Yes, yeah. not only to be you, but to show yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something I'm really trying to remind myself to do, um, to really be be brave and show myself for who I am. And yeah, I want to encourage people to to do that. So what song do you want me to play us out with? I I am st I'm not sure what I'm going to open the show with either depression or, or either. Uh, uh, Sublime or so, yeah, Sublime or Fuck You Forever. That's different because they're both great. But what? Yeah. What do you want me to play us out with? Maybe maybe F to F because we just talked about it. Maybe that one is good. The last song on the EP. Okay, we can do F to F then. Um, geez, high five! This has been awesome. I yes, I such lovely a great talking to you. So yes. thank you. Um, I'll say this thank to everybody. You. Go check out Alexandra. The new EP is Might Not Want to Wake Up, but the rest of the catalog is fantastic. So go check this music out. And so everybody, take care. Be good to each other and let music do awesome in your lives. And thank you so much, Alexandra, for your time and the great conversation and the insights into the film and your music. A wonderful, wonderful thoughts. I had a great time. I hope everybody else did too. Special thanks to Barry Andrews of Shriekback for letting us use the theme and title of Sticky Jazz. And uh, more coming in uh, late March, early April. I'll be back in the saddle for full time. And in the meantime, here we are with Fuck You Forever by Alexandra. All of this time I couldn't see the exit signs for an eye Well, I guess it made me blind You were always playing innocent But you'll never get away with it Blaming everybody else for it all And it makes me sick See me from across the room When you're least expecting it I'm gonna haunt you like a curse Hold a grudge that I take to my grave I'm gonna make you pay For the times that you erased my name Till there was just a shadow in my place You were always playing but you'll never get away with it Blaming everybody else for it all And it makes me sick All you did was 
just feed me lies I cross my heart the day I die Fuck you forever Fuck you forever 